Hello, 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 and welcome into episode number 85 of the Sports Kiki Podcast. My name is Alex Reamer. Thank you, as always, for listening, and happy Saturday indeed. Our first weekend of October. Ooh, it is quite sad. I, I feel like, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't like what the fall is a gorgeous time of year, especially where I live in Boston, but I hate, I detest even what it represents, what's coming next, but I guess one day at a time, right? I don't know. Just need to get that off my chest. Very important topic at the start of the podcast this week. Uh, but I have two things that I want to talk about and really one main story that I want to get into on the show this week. And uh, we had another professional baseball player come out. Yes. Yeah, so another athlete in a high-level male team sport has come out. Kieran Lovegrove is a minor league pitcher. He's been in the San Francisco Giants organization. Most recently this year, he pitched in the Los Angeles Angels organization. He publicly came out as bisexual in an article published this week on ESPN.com. And there are two angles to this story. And it was a good piece written by June Lee. It's lengthy, but uh, worth your time, especially if you're interested, not just in the life of a closeted pro baseball player, which is covered in the article, but the life of a minor leaguer and just the absolute garbage living conditions that they have to endure. Uh, so there's, there's two prongs to this story. First of all, the coming out. Uh, Kieran Lovegrove is the second pro baseball player to publicly come out while he's active. The first was Brewers farmhand Dave Denson, who came out publicly as gay in 2015. And I should say pro baseball players playing under the Major League Baseball umbrella, playing with a Major League organization. So David Denson did it in 2015. And here we are now, six years later, Kieran Lovegrove is the second a pitcher coming out as bisexual and... I think he had, first of all, a really harrowing story. Uh, He tried to commit suicide a couple years ago. Substance abuse, alcohol abuse. The only thing that saved his life was the safety valve on his pistol. So, again, a really emotional, harrowing tale. And it took Kieran a lot of time to come to grips with being bisexual, being a baseball player and bisexual. He thought for so long he had to keep it secret from his teammates that he wouldn't be accepted. Uh, But he has publicly come out. He came out to his teammates in 2019, and this is what he has to say about the lack of out gay or bi players in baseball. Quote, baseball is a game of statistics, and if you want to tell me that I'm the only queer person in baseball, I'm just not going to agree with you. Someone is terrified because it's a terrifying prospect to come out. I do encourage any of them to reach out to me. And it's a pretty simple statement, but he's absolutely right. Baseball is a game of statistics, and I've always said that I think the proportion of gay men who play pro sports is lower than the proportion of gay men who are in the arts, who may be in politics, media, etc. Just I think that's the way it works. Just like women, why are there so many out female athletes. Well, a lot of it has to do with the culture of women's sports and the LGBTQ inclusivity they all have. But I think another part of it is there just might be a lot of gay women who play sports at very high levels. So I I think that always plays a role in this. But the fact of the matter is, as Kieran says, (laughs) 
there's more than one, right? I mean, we know that Carl Nassib is not the only gay NFL player. We know that Kieran Lovegrove is not the only gay pro baseball player in the minor leagues or certainly major leagues. We know that Luke Prokop is not the only gay hockey player in the NHL or an NHL minor league team right now. So we know all of that. But to hear him say that, it does really, it, it does really have an impact. And it is terrifying to come out, but the more people who do it, we see that domino effect. We've already seen it over the last three, four months with Nassib. We saw Luke Prokop. We saw another pro baseball player, Brian Ruby. Now we're seeing Kieran Lovegrove. We continue to see high school and college athletes come out who we profile all the time at Outsports. And the line of, I encourage any of them to reach out to me, anybody who's terrified of coming out, that's so important because it shows how representation really matters and how just having someone to talk to really matters. I've been working with Sid Ziegler on a separate feature story tackling this very question, why the lack of out male athletes in elite team sports and on the positive end, how that may be changing, how it can be changed. And I spoke to Billy Bean for the piece, who of course came out in his great autobiography, Going the Other Way. Uh, Now he's Major League Baseball's uh, ambassador of inclusion, a post he's held since 2014. And He told me there is not a single player on a major league roster who has not seen Billy Bean in their clubhouse, who has not heard of my story, and he's there, and he's in communication with closeted athletes all the time, not just baseball players, and sometimes it's just as simple as asking, how was your day? Just letting some people know that you are there to talk to them and befriend them. That's the start of any friendship is is saying, well, you too? right? Oh, you have that in common as well. So it's that's so important. And, and it's great to see Kieran Lovegrove uh, coming out and so quickly putting himself as an ambassador uh, for other closeted players to reach out to. So that's really cool. Uh, what is not cool is what he and other minor leaguers have to endure. Uh, it's a long feature story that, yes, does cover his coming out, but it really focuses on just the abysmal and frankly sad and inexcusable lifestyle that Major League Baseball owners make their minor leaguers live. Uh, Kieran has a quote in the article. Art Marino, owner of the Angels, would never have his kids live like this. But yet, that's what he's doing to everybody in the Angels minor league system and and pretty much every minor leaguer playing right now uh, in Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, you may remember, last year cut all those minor league teams saying this would increase salaries for everybody else, but it really hasn't happened and the stories are insane. Kieran Lovegrove was making $500 a week at one point in his minor league career. It tells a story of a number of players. One of them is this guy, Shane Kelso, who's 24. Uh, he was playing for a low A team in San Bernardino, another Angels affiliate. Uh, he retired in the middle of the season because he was losing 1000 a month from his savings, and he would have been broke before the end of the year. He owed more in rent than a $1,600 monthly salary would allow. And Kelso is one of the lucky ones because at least he had an apartment. He says four of his teammates were bunking in a camper van. Others were living out of their cars. (laughs) And, And you're supposed to train yourself to be a Major League Baseball player while living out of your car? Give me a break. I mean... According to MIT's living wage calculator, and I'm also taking this from the story, an individual cannot make basic needs if they earn less than $26,225 a year anywhere in the United States. 
In 2021, most minor leaguers will make between $8,000 and $14,000 from April to October. So then you need to take an array of part-time jobs, gig jobs to have any chance of not just making ends meet, but earning something where you can meet your basic needs. Again, a little north of $26,000. Let's say on the high end, $14,000. You have to pick up the extra twelve grand. And again, that's like 26000 I mean, what if you want to make the... Th- I live in Boston. You cannot live in Boston making 40000 I mean, you really can't unless you live with like eight people. So uh, just imagine what it is if you're making 500 a week. That's 2000 a month before taxes. That's, that is insane. But that's what these minor leaguers live off of. Uh, there's one minor leaguer in the Mets system who says he became homeless after the 2019 season. He was bouncing between couches with a suitcase and a truck, nothing more. So this is disgusting and a disgrace, and it's completely inhumane. But besides that, if you want to look at it strictly from a business standpoint, which I know these owners, these billionaire owners love to do, and people who defend them love to do it, well, although there's really no defending this. I mean, come on. But even from a business standpoint, if you want to go that far... How can you how can your minor leaguers, the young players who you're investing in, you're paying, you're drafting them, you're giving them signing bonus. Kieran Lovegrove did have a four hundred thousand dollar signing bonus that he did not save up. So some are getting big signing bonuses. And how can you justify investing any sort of capital in these players and not putting them in positions to succeed? How can you do that? I mean, again, I go back to how can you train yourself to be a Major League Baseball player if you're living out of your car? You just can't. How can you eat a healthy diet if you're not making enough money to even meet your basic needs? There's no way you're going to be able to buy anything besides McDonald's Happy Meal burgers. Really? And you're supposed to be a professional athlete? You're supposed to work? to make it to the major leagues, and you don't even know where you're sleeping that night? There are a million studies about how poverty and homelessness have such adverse effects on the brains of kids and the brains of people, leads to mental health, illness, and minor league baseball players are going through that right now. So credit to Kieran Lovegrove for coming out, and also uh, credit to him for helping to further expose just the inhumane conditions that minor leaguers are forced to live in. The other quick story I wanted to address before we sign off this week, I wrote about this for OutSports. Last weekend, Michigan's marching band performed a fully LGBTQ-themed halftime show at the Big House for Michigan's game against Rutgers, which they won 20-13. The show was done to honor the 50th anniversary of the Spectrum Center, the first LGBTQ space to be formed on a college campus. And you may be asking yourself, well, what's the big deal? But, well, gay pop anthems and football came together. The playlist featured Whitney, Diana Ross, Gaga, Kim Petras, something for gays of multiple generations. And something like this is really cool. The marching band lined up and... Uh, in, in the formation that said love wins as well, which was super, super awesome to see that on the field. And we've talked about this before on the show. Like, yes, this stuff is symbolic and you enact change through more than enacting symbolism. But symbolism is very important. 
because it normalizes talking about sexuality. It normalizes LGBTQ people. I mean, to our knowledge at OutSports, Jaden Vasquez of Fordham is the only out LGBTQ Division I college football player right now. There have been just a handful over the years. And you go back to what Kieran Lovegrove said, look at statistics. There have to be more than that. Well, gestures of support like LGBTQ-themed halftime shows can only make the college football climate more comfortable for out players. Let's face it, Madonna and football go together. I see it every weekend at my flag football league. And uh, we saw it at the big house last weekend. Pass it on. So we're ending the podcast on a high note after uh, some heavy talk, but important issues to, to discuss. It's just very disgraceful that Major League Baseball owners and all the money they make uh, just are happy to let their minor leaguers, kids in their early mid-20s, just kind of wither away. And it's, it's, it's really quite gross. Uh, so again, Karen Lovegrove really did a great thing spotlighting all that. Uh, thank you for listening. I mentioned we're in October Big sports month, baseball playoffs, NFL, basketball, hockey startup, I think. How can you miss them if they never leave those sports? (laughs) But uh, anyway, thank you for listening. As always, if you have any show, guest, or topic ideas, hit me up on Twitter. At AlexDreamer1 is my username. That, again, is at AlexDreamer1. So long, and I'll talk to you next, next Saturday.